0: Welcome to another episode of my local hour podcast. My name is Mary Balichis, and this is a show that focuses on Jacksonville artists and creators. So the intro song you were just hearing is called Girls by Jacksonville musician Matilda. She is the special guest in this episode. And during our interview, we talk about some of her live performances and recent inspirations and generally Just what it often takes to put your art out there. This interview was recorded during a live local hour on 95.5 FM UNF Spinnaker Radio. Lastly, I do apologize for my nasally voice in this and for the slightly unbalanced audio levels. But I still hope you enjoy this interview with Matilda. So without further ado, here it is.
1: And you were just listening to Girls by Matilda, who is in the studio with me right now. Yes, sir. Matilda, I'm so impressed. (laughs) (laughs) How'd you do do that? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, actually. (laughs) Well, first I want to ask, really, um, how was your recent show that you played this Mm -hmm. weekend?
2: Um, I played a show, I think, Friday. Everything's kind of really a blur, but it was a a really, really special set because it was at Taylor's house. Taylor Mm -hmm. the... Guitarist of um, Bobby Kidd. Mm-hmm. Um, also, a really great producer. We we're working on making a record together, so very excited we're about so that. I'm so excited to hear it. Me, me too, honestly. <laughs> he does amazing work. But it went really, really well because it was like, um, it was kind of a strip set and it was really intimate, and the setup was really nice. And I um, played a couple new songs that I'm excited about. And I also covered um, Take on Me by Aha. Uh-huh I something. love that. <laughs> and, it, and the crowd, like, was living for it. So I love that. Was, that. A beautiful was it there. a good turnout? Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, we uh, tried to keep it small or like controlled. Sure, is a better word because it was like a pretty small space. But I would say the turnout was pretty good. We filled up the space pretty well.
1: Amazing! Yeah. I'm glad it went well for you. Thank you. But I do want to give our listeners a bit of a, a background mm-hmm. on on you as a person, as an artist. Yeah, so. um let's open up. I guess how did you fall into making music like how did you get to where you are now um I think it all really started
2: in like middle school I think yeah it was more so in like the seventh grade I actually like didn't start out playing guitar I actually absolutely hated playing guitar because it hurt too bad and I have like tiny baby hands. so (laughs) there was one point in my life where I like really wanted a ukulele for like no reason at all but I think everyone went through that
1: phase (laughs) (laughs) what what grade were you in please I I think I was
2: in like eighth grade or something yeah I would ask for a ukulele like every Christmas or like every holiday where a gift was given and I eventually ended up getting one and I just like never put it down and so I graduated from um ukulele onto guitar eventually and songwriting was like never really my thing I would say I, Mm -hmm. I I mainly like kept it to myself and like I was always like well songwriting in general is always a very vulnerable thing and sharing it is a whole different story and it kind of just like i just kept going with it um i never really thought of myself as like the best singer but like you know practice makes perfect yeah. and i think everyone has those like insecurities about themselves but you work through them the more that like you realize like the more you wear your heart on your sleeve the more like People are willing to nurture that
1: part of. Oh, I love that piece of wisdom. <laughs> okay, I do want to ask you about writer's block. This has yes. been a thing that's been on my mind recently. Mm-hmm. How does it How does it affect you, and how do you overcome it?
2: Honestly, like I've had points in my life where it feels like I absolutely hate like everything I write. Um, and like there was a big point when I was transitioning into college, and like it was my freshman year, and it felt like I had absolutely nothing to write about and i just couldn't articulate what i was feeling and then put it to chords that felt right and everything i was writing just didn't feel right it didn't feel like a good song and a song to be proud of really um so it was hard to make things that i liked listening to myself because i was just like in a weird transitional phase where just things weren't really like clicking Mm -hmm. musically and then i'm at a point in my life right now where I have so much content to write about that it just keeps flowing out of me <laughs> and so I think it's I've come to a point where it's really 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 necessary to have those moments of like I don't know what to write I don't know how to write I don't even know what to do and just accepting that like it takes a lot of bad songs to get to one really good one yeah and that's where the payoff really comes in and like all the work feels like it has made something really special and so, yeah, just like thanking the like thanking the writer's block for like giving me space to actually experience life enough to put it into a song, and then like, God, I'm actually I'm catching a cold. <laughs> so oh no, that's why. I don't like to me. hear that. Yeah, but um, yeah, just really like thanking those moments of um uh, where you know you just make human mistakes and totally you feel like very human. <laughs> totally. And yeah, and then just having enough of that built up to put it into a song that you're really proud of. So, I'm in a good point right now in terms of writer's block, don't really
1: have. I'm yet. happy to hear yeah. that. Thank you, yeah, man. Well, since that. we're talking about writing, mm-hmm. also, let's dive into your creative process a bit. Yes. I'm very interested. Yeah. So, like conceptualizing mm-hmm. a song, where right. does it start for you?
2: Um, usually how I do it, um I it's not very methodical at all. There's almost no process to it, really, I would say. Um, I just pick up the guitar, and I find chords that I really like. I never start out with like a pre-written melody, and I think there's only like a few exceptions to that. Um, or like lyrics before I have chords. I don't think I've really ever done that because I need like what it sounds like first. Mm-hmm. So I'll pick up the guitar and I'll play a chord progression that I really like, and then I'll just start essentially freestyling and just like like saying the words that feel right to what I'm feeling at the moment. And like if it turns out to be like a good verse, then I'll try to make a chorus. And if the chorus is good, then I'll try to make another verse and try to like structure it into a song. But yeah, I really just like follow that. So I freestyle and try to put it into like, um, like a, like into the structure of a song that I would like. And yeah, that's usually how they go. Yeah, there's not much to it, I would say.
1: And well, we just listen to girls. Mm -hmm. But when you're done with a song, do you typically record them immediately, or do you Mm -hmm. store them away? Like, how did Mm -hmm. you record girls?
2: Um, recording girls. It was actually I would say the the song itself has had like it took a long time to put it into a song because I had written it I think like months before, maybe even almost a year before, but I never really knew what to do with it mm-hmm. and I had it, but I wasn't sure of when to release it or like if I was going to release it at all and then I got, and then I moved into a dorm, and I was really bored one day, <laughs> and, like, just, um...
1: At UNF?
2: Yes, yes, I, I recorded it in the dorm the Listeners,
1: UNF, which Matilda is, is the fellow Osprey, <laughs> <laughs> It'd be clear. So, let's go. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, but, yeah, I was just, like, seeing what I could do with it and just, like, adding a bunch of stuff to it, and that was, like, a, a, a while after, and, um, yeah, it... Yeah, it was, it was, I do have, like, these bursts of, like, energy, because I would say I'm, like, very impulsive when it comes to, like. Yeah. Yeah, it takes, it takes a lot. I'm not a very consistent person,
1: I would say. Oh, me neither. In terms of just, like, writing Mm -hmm. music, right? Yeah, it's
2: very sporadic, and it's very, like, heat of the moment, like, ooh, this is good, like, I'm going to do something with this. And it took, like, that moment of, like, Oh, okay. This could be something for me to like actually have that push to put it out. It's, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: What's your major, by
2: the way? My major is communications, and I focus in advertising, and then my minor
1: is sociology. Oh no way! Yeah. I'm a PR major. Okay, let's yes, go yes, same yes. boat. Same boat. Prior to that little music break, we were mm-hmm. talking about your creative process, um, songwriting. Mm-hmm. When did you first start publicly sharing your music?
2: Um, I first, my first release, I remember, was my sophomore year of high school, so I think I was 15, so, like, four years ago, I released my first, like, EP-type thing, and it was very, like, very, very, like, (laughs) I don't know the word to describe it, like, (laughs) amateur, I guess? It was very baby, like, very innocent, like, adolescent stages of, like, making music, and it was just, like, I was in my bedroom, I just had one mic, and I was doing stuff on GarageBand, and it was very, very, like, raw
1: But stuff. good for you. Yeah. I mean, like, sophomore in high school, that's, mm. like, pretty early development, yeah, in yeah, my yeah. opinion. Mm-hmm. That's impressive to me. Um, Thank you. Musically,
2: mm-hmm.
1: what has been your most inspiring event in the last year? In the last year? Or memory. Oh. Um
2: that's that's a loaded question I know so probably in the last many year. no no, no, no moments. let me let me let me let me like um, okay well well I would say one of my most that like the most music came out of was um, I met someone really special in November mm-hmm. um, and yeah the the time that they were in my life was just like very very like there was so much that came like there was so much for me that came out of it musically, because like she was such like an inspiring person to be around, mm-hmm. and like just like it like sparked creativity like a lot. So, I essentially like the bulk of my album that I'm like working on right now are like songs inspired from that time in my life, and they I I mean I'll probably keep writing songs about it, which is like so good because like I before that I felt like I hit such a huge like writer's block; it felt like I couldn't write about anything but like yeah i would definitely say um um like starting from november until like to this very moment that was like a big period of time for
1: so love me. just open your doors oh my gosh yes put it, it, it how it is it really love is yes. an open door as they say in
2: person yes absolutely <laughs> and i'm a very like i'm like hopeless romantic so like Same. when it comes to like love songs that is my Thing. Me too. I, right, right. It's just, there's so much to write about it, and like, that's like my, my drive for life.
1: So, your music is currently on Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. People can find you there. Correct. Um, are you on other platforms as well, or just Bandcamp right now?
2: Um. Uh, yeah, I'm on other stuff. Um, It was hard to like, because my distributor isn't really a conventional one. It's like literally like through an app so <laughs> oh. so yeah it was just like self-released Um, so I am on Spotify and I am on Apple music but when it but it, it's kind of hard to find I guess but I am on there you just look up like Matilda girls and you should nice. be people to find me but yeah I am on
1: Is girls the only song out there right now
2: um when it when it's for like Spotify and Apple Music, it is like a, it's a single and it mm-hmm. comes with one other song called Human Being, which not many people like really pay attention to, but that's okay because <laughs> it's like a sadder one and like not something. Whoa! People suit.
1: love sad. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
2: right? But they really want the bangers. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <enough>. yeah, sure. <laughs> so yeah, it comes it comes with two songs. Um, it's a package deal. Um, but yeah, that's. But on my bandcamp that's like a lot of my earlier stuff mm-hmm. and I think I'm planning on like releasing more like demo type.
1: So you're you mentioned you're currently working on an album right now. Mm-hmm. Do you have a potential release date in mind?
2: Um, we were looking towards August, um, I was thinking more so towards my birthday,
1: August 20th, because I'm a Leo, so. You're Leo. <laughs> special,
2: special day. Yeah, I am a Leo. If so is my show. brother. <laughs> you guys, do you guys get along?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, I, oh yeah, I, yeah, I would yeah. assume so, yeah, because you're... Swimmingly. Oh. It took a while, but we're, we're, we're here. We're that here. Happens. We're like biffles. Yeah, oh, that's so
2: lovely. <laughs> Two fire signs. Great, great stuff.
1: Okay, also, mm-hmm. what do you ever consider... Performing with a band or like making Mm -hmm. Matilda a band Mm -hmm. or like a group.
2: Mm hmm Yeah, of course (laughs) Um, Working on this record I do have like songs that are full band and just to like see it come to fruition is like really really special like I remember um, Taylor sending me a few demos with um, songs that are full Mm -hmm. band and the second I heard them not because like yeah not to sound like i'm full of myself but like i just immediately started like sobbing just because like it's just super special to see everything come together and so i think if i were to tour and stuff i would definitely want a full band just to like have like the full experience of the music that i'm creating and like just to like do the songs justice because i feel like there's so much potential within them with like making it a very like immersive each song very immersive in terms of like instrumentation and production Mm -hmm. and there's just so much there that you could work with um to like really make it the song that it's meant to be so i would definitely like love having a full band i think that's my ideal like dream thing
1: matilda the band
2: right but i think i I could could get behind that yeah
1: yeah yeah i think it would
2: be more of like a
1: just it's like a, a you, a, a yeah, plus, you, you a,
2: plus, plus like, a people that. I got it. Came yeah. With me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, may I ask, mm-hmm. is there like a concept behind the album, or are you mm-hmm. kind of just like, is it a collection of mm-hmm. things?
2: Um, at first, there was a concept, a really, really funny one,
1: I, I would say, too. Um,
2: but um, th- it felt like the only thing I could write about for like over the past year or so, up until like, you know, November December time, um, was that the only thing I could write about was growing up, because <coughs> it was the only thing I was doing at that point. Like I had nothing to write <laughs> about. Um, so Good point. at first, yeah, at first that we were gonna call the album Baby, because mm-hmm. and we were, I was having a conversation with Taylor in like Baldwin or something, and I was telling him like the night before that we met, well, as in like. To meet as in like a meeting, um, the night before we met up, I had to fall asleep to this Spotify playlist called um, "Airplane Noises for Babies," and so <laughs> 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 so I told him I was like it'd be really funny if we made the album title "Airplane Noises for Babies," and then I was thinking in my head I was like what if we just called it Baby. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 it was cool at first Because it was like It was my baby Like it was yeah. It was gonna be my first album And it was like I started out as a baby When I was first writing it And then the more It was like it was It's growing up And yeah It just felt very relevant But I think at this Juncture in my life It's just going to be A collection of things um, That has happened Over the past year or so And I'm gonna try to make it Like chronological And I think I'm Instead of calling it Baby I think <laughs> I'm going to call it I'm just, I'm just gonna have. You don't have to.
1: Okay, okay, okay.
2: Not, not really getting anything else. You are not obligated to (laughs) share any information. (laughs) You're not ready to share.
1: But um, okay. Yeah. For the record, I wouldn't mind the name, baby. I feel like that's cute. Yeah, I feel like that could be a a good statement. Right. Um, and the last question about this album Mm -hmm. in production: Who's playing the instruments? Um, well, in
2: a very like core like bass bass level um i think i'll be playing like rhythm rhythm guitar and then i think taylor has been he's been helping with bass and like i think he's adding a few other things like on the most recent thing that we've worked on um that we're planning to make a single he added like a bunch of synth and i think he added french horn too which was really amazing right oh, my God, he's a magician. Um, and then Brian is definitely going to be on drums because he is a master.
1: So Amazing. Yeah. I do like Brian a lot, too. Yeah,
2: he's great at what he does.
1: Yeah. So I think it's time to enter our fun stuff round. <laughs> I love that. Okay, this is just, like, a series of questions. You cannot think too hard about any of them. Okay. I don't
2: okay? think too hard about anything
1: in life. So <laughs> do, you <have> your phone? <laughs> do you have your phone with you right I, now? I do have my phone. Do you use
2: Spotify? I do use Spotify, yes.
1: Okay. I would like you to (laughs) go to your, like, pause song on Spotify or podcast, whatever, Uh and share it with us, and I will do the same.
2: Oh, it was actually um, (gasps) Freedom to Crawl by Charles Walker.
1: Oh, hey! We were just talking about that (laughs) group. Yeah, yeah.
2: Super, super good. It's a great song. I am a huge fan. So good.
1: I really am. I am... Okay, cool. What is your desert island album.
2: Wait what? Desert
1: So one island for the rest or one album for the rest, rest? of your oh, life. Okay. One and only one. Oh that's so hard. Um probably God that's so hard. I know.
2: That is so hard.
1: Like I said, gotta go with your gut here.
2: Well my gut is of course gonna say Melodrama by Lord. That's like okay. top album all time.
1: I respect that.
2: Thank you. Thank you. as you should.
1: <laughs> if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Oh, let me think. Um uh,
2: teleportation. Okay. <laughs> I love yeah. that. With your reaction, I'm assuming that's not the right answer that you <laughs> What wait, what is the right answer?
1: Time travel, clearly okay I, like I want to go see dinosaurs okay you're right okay
2: you're right
1: and I want to go see the renaissance oh yeah
2: you're, you're actually very right you know yeah, 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 and like
1: yeah. I want to interact with a caveman if I can okay
2: yeah yeah
1: but okay. teleportation would also be so useful
2: mm-hmm. it really would be
1: if you could invite any musician to dinner who would it be
2: okay well I already said lord for one thing <laughs>
1: <laughs> um gosh
2: I think I would say, yeah. I think I would say Caroline Polachek. She's a really good pop artist, um, and she has tons of years of wisdom behind her. And yeah, she's she's been in the music industry for a while. And I just feel like okay. she has a good balance of. What kind skills. of music? It's like um. Yeah, is it uh, with the with her, her last release? I think her debut release as a solo artist. Um, it's pop, but pop and. A lot of songs are experimental in it, but I yeah. think it's pushing pop in a new direction. So yeah, I would just like see like, like I would totally. ask her a bunch of
1: questions. Amazing! Yeah. What's an instrument you wish you could play?
2: Uh. <laughs> 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 she plays them all. <laughs> <laughs> she plays them all. <laughs> <laughs> mm. hmm.
1: Okay. Just say violin. Ah! <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hmm, okay. Well, I would love. Okay, can I? S- <laughs> I would love to know how to play the drums as as like a, as a basic thing. Okay. Because like I was gonna say bass, but I feel like I feel like if you know how to play guitar, then totally pick bass, it up. Yeah. But drums, I have such a hard time. Like one time, whenever I'm like rehearsing with brian i like always try to get on his (laughs) kit and like see what i can do and it obviously turns out very bad every time just because i can't keep up rhythm with multiple body parts so i think it would be so cool if like i knew how to play the drums but in a very niche other and a a niche instrument that i would love to know how to play is probably like the harp the harp just because it's so
1: beautiful This is the last question here. Mm -hmm. What would your next cover song be?
2: Next cover song? I don't
0: know. Anything
2: ever. Like I'm covering another artist, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, currently the cover song I'm stuck on right now is Take On Me. (laughs) (laughs) I think I mentioned that earlier. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, that's such a good song. let me look on, like, <laughs> my Spotify to see what I'm
1: into nowadays. It is hard. It is tough. It, it is Just, pretty like, tough. one song.
2: Um, I think... Oh. I think I would love... This sounds really, really funny, because I don't know if anyone would expect this of me. But if you're friends with me, you would obviously very much expect this from me. But I would love to cover Hunter Hayes.
1: <laughs> he's, okay. a, he's a country musician. <laughs> Honestly, that would be...
2: It's such good music. That food. could be pretty. Such good music. <laughs> but <laughs> I think it's cool to, like, you know, s- like... Twi- totally. Like, swi- like, switch up the, like... Music type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's really I cool. I agree. Like
1: we have about 15 minutes left in the hour, and I would like to end the show on a reflective note. So, actually, Matilda, I have two questions for you. Gotcha. Okay? How would you define... Like, what does success look like for you as, a, as mm-hmm. an artist? Mm-hmm. I think that's a really...
2: Good question because it's something I've been like grappling with for like the past few months, not sure of like what direction to go in with life. Like, in terms of like, do I stay in school? Do I pursue music? Like, what does the future look like to me? Um, and like, a big part of that is defining what success looks like to me. And it's a lot of like going against like what I've been told like my entire life, like growing up, especially with like foreign parents that mm-hmm. like define success in a very different way. Um, And, like, to me, I think it's just, like, going with your gut and knowing that you are capable of building a community that supports you. So, to me, um, in terms of, like, what I can do in Jacksonville, I think I would feel successful if, I mean, you got to feel successful throughout the entire process. And I think that's a big part of it, like, accepting where you are. But by the end of it, I would feel like everything is paid off if I have like my own personal space in Jacksonville where everyone can come together and collaborate and like host shows, book things, put on events and like just like have a space to share and create so I think that's really the direction I'm trying to go in.
1: Amazing. Lastly, Mm -hmm. what piece of advice would you offer to someone who wants to start sharing their own music or enter into their own local music scene Mm -hmm. but just can't for some reason? Mm -hmm. What would you say to them?
2: Um, My mantra for 2020 has been a quote from this book called Dear Sugar, and it's like a collection of um, advice columns from this really great writer. Um, And she has this one line that says, let yourself be gutted so I've been trying to follow that and I think it really applies to music that like you have to accept the fact that music can be very gutting it's like a very vulnerable practice and um, yeah and just like then like to have in order to keep going and to build that trust within yourself and other people is to keep sharing and like mm-hmm. despite the doubt despite what you think of yourself and like let people surprise you and like, like really, really be your number one fan when it comes to that because people want to support you. People are always rooting for you if you truly are in your own corner. So yeah, let yourself be gutted. That's okay. That's what I,
1: would say. I That's a beautiful piece of advice and I, I love ending the show on that note actually. Um, real quick, where can people mm-hmm. find you on social media?
2: On social media, I have an Instagram. It's Natilda, so it's R N, tilde so it's essentially my name but the r and the n look like an m yeah Pretty i think creative. that's clever <laughs> i think that's clever i gotta give you props yeah. for that one <laughs> so that's my that's my instagram handle but i also do have a twitter it's matilda but instead of an a at the end it's ugh so like Ugh. so it's matilda <laughs> i love
1: it well
0: matilda thank you again for being on the show today i hope you had a great time i know i did and thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast it was fun for me i hope you enjoyed it um i'll see you on the next one peace